When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Talk to nicely. I woke up in a room with no windows, cinder block walls, and a solid metal door. The dim light was just enough to see blood stains on the walls. Parallel lines of dried brown blood around the door looked like fingers that had dug for escape until the flesh had given way. I could feel my breathing become more hurried as I studied this cell. My cell. What was I doing here? Everything was foggy. I could remember work yesterday, but then things got foggy. Glimpses of things, a chandelier, music, dark red wine in a glass. What was I forgetting? I closed my eyes tight, hoping that would help, but nothing more came to me. I opened them again when I heard footsteps outside the cell door. There was the sound of someone typing on a keypad outside of the room. I felt frozen. There was a hissing sound from above me. I looked up and saw that there were small valves in the corners of the ceiling. Lightly colored gas was shooting out of them. What the fuck are you doing? Hey, I know you're out there. What is this gas? I hollered. The gas began filtering down and I could feel myself getting woozy. Please, listen to me. Stop this. What's going on? I screamed. If the person outside my room answered, I never heard it. The dizziness took over and I collapsed on the floor. When I woke up again, it felt like my left arm was on fire. I looked over at it and nearly screamed. I had stitches on what looked like a surgical incision and the area around the wound was red and swollen. Gingerly, I reached out with my right hand and touched it. It was incredibly tender. There was some scabbing over the wound. What had they done to me? What the fuck had they done to me? As I stared at my arm in horror, I heard footsteps returning to my door. In terror, I looked up at the gas nozzles again. This time, there was no sound typing on keys. Instead, with a loud squeak, a small flap on the bottom of my door slipped open and a tray of food was shoved through. I went over to it and picked it up. Some grayish brown sludge heaped up in one compartment of the tray. There was a hard roll and a mushy apple to go along with it. The fuck is this? I said out loud. Eat it or don't, a gravelly voice said from the other side of the door. I don't give two shits, stupid fuck. And with that, footsteps slowly moved away from my cell door. I spent what felt like days in the cell. I periodically got food. My arms seemed to be slowly healing. Still hurt like a motherfucker, but I did have unauthorized surgery, so that's hardly a surprise. One time, the gravelly voice that was attached to the footsteps outside my door asked if I wanted to get some fresh air. Please, I responded. Tough shit, he said, laughing. Dumbass, screw you! I screamed. I slammed on the metal door until my hands ached and my surgery scar began to ooze. The man laughed as he walked away. After four more meals had passed, I got gassed again. When I awoke, I was in a different room. One wall was all metal bars, with a door set into it. 
I started walking around to get my brain fully running again. And shortly after that, a large man with a beer belly and plenty of muscle walked up to the bars. Showtime, he said in the same gravelly voice I had grown accustomed to hearing outside my cell door. What do you mean? I asked. In about 10 minutes, you're going to leave this room and enter our little gladiator arena. You're going to perform for our friends watching via webcam over the dark web. They've all paid a fair chunk of money to watch this. In your left arm, we placed a device that works a fair bit like a taser. Whenever a signal is sent to it, it blasts a shock. It'll feel like this. He put his hand in his pocket, and the next thing I knew, all the nerves in my left arm were on fire. I screamed. It ended shortly afterwards, but I felt raw. The pain was unforgettable. It's a gladiator arena, so obviously you'll be fighting. If you choose not to fight, we will pulse that shocker in your arm every five minutes for the next three days. You'll beg us to kill you. Also, if the viewers pay a sizable donation, they get to shock you at a time of their choosing. Money has power. What kind of fucked up bullshit is this? The kind that makes us a lot of money. Other than being required to fight, there are no rules. You keep going until someone dies. Got it? I'm not fucking fighting anyone, I said. My arms sizzled with radiating agony. Fuck! I moaned as soon as the pain was over. You will be fighting. Now, take off your clothes. What the fuck? No clothes, no handholds, no secrets, no bullshit. You walk in with nothing, you walk out with nothing. Now, take off your clothes or else I'll fry your arm again. I couldn't handle another dose of that pain again just yet. I started undressing. Faster, the man growled. You are down to six minutes. If you're late, I fry your arm. I hustled, taking off shoes, socks, shirt, and pants. I stood there in my underwear. Seriously, dipshit? I said naked. I don't care if you're embarrassed. Take your clothes off or I'll set your arm on fire. I pulled off my underwear and stood naked in my cell. Better, the man said. Walk to the front of the cell, turn your back to me, and bend over. What the fuck? I was interrupted by a sharp blast of agony. I walked to the edge of the cell, put my back against the bars, and hesitated. Do it now or get the pain, he said while putting on a latex glove. I bent forward. This is the cavity search to make sure there are no potential weapons hidden on you. If you move, I will finish this exam with a tire iron. There was a squirt of a cold gel, and then I felt a gloved finger pushed against my anus. Fuck, I yelped. Move and it'll be worse. I'll make sure of it. I took a deep breath and steadied myself. The finger went inside me. I could feel it moving around, poking and prodding. I felt tears beginning to leak down my face. I didn't want to show them my tears. They didn't deserve to see them, but I couldn't stop. I began to sob. Finally, I felt him leave my anus. Stand up and turn around, he said. I saw he was putting on a clean glove. Open your mouth. Bite me, and I will rip your motherfucking jaw off. Don't test me. Flashlight in one hand, the man shone the light into my open mouth and poked around with his gloved hand, occasionally wiggling teeth to see if they were securely attached. No secrets. All right, you're cleared. I'm going to unlock your door so you can head to the arena. You will walk in front of me, and I will guide you. You try anything, and I will leave the arm zapper on while I piss on your shaking body. Clear? Yeah, I gasped trying to shake off the humiliating exam. Then step to the back of your room. He walked to the door, unlocked it with a set of keys on his belt, and then stepped away. Step out and turn right, he said. I did as I was told and kept walking forward until I came across a large tub of something that was thick and vaguely yellow. I felt a hard shove from behind and yelped as I was launched into the tub. It flooded around me like a thick, cloying bath. It wasn't deep, 
And as soon as I got my bearings, I got my feet under me and stood up. I gasped, wiping the fluid from my face. I heard my captor laughing. The look on your face, he said between chuckles. You dumbass. What is this shit? It's some cheap-ass olive oil, like the gladiators and wrestlers used to use. But we didn't have time for you to apply it to yourself, so I sped things up. Don't like it? Then don't take so long next time. I get down the hallway. That door opens to the arena. I walk down the hallway, feeling the fear building in my chest. The door was solid bands of wood with a thick metal handle on it. Open it and step through. I stepped out onto sand. It was a small circular arena, maybe the size of a bedroom, with high concrete walls enclosing the sandy fighting space. There were bench seats above the walls, and in each stood a small camera. My audience. I heard the door behind me shut, and with a grinding metallic thud, the lock engaged. I was trapped. On the other side of the arena door, another door opened. A stick-thin man, shiny from oil on his skin, was pushed through the door before it shut behind him and locked. He looked ancient, and he was unsteady on his feet. His skin was covered with age spots, and he had a slight tremor in his hands. This was who I was fighting? He walked over to me, and I noticed that he didn't have a surgery mark on his arm. What the hell? Look, old man, I don't want to hurt you, but I don't think I have much choice, I said. Fuck you, shithead, he wheezed out. And then my arm lit up. It caught me off guard and I fell to my knees. The pain let up after a second, just in time for me to look up and see a bony fist smack me directly in the eye. The old man wasn't as weak as he looked. I staggered and caught myself with my hand, and the old man took advantage of my paws with a firm kick to my stomach. Gasping for air, I rolled away from the old man. I got enough distance to stand back up, looking over, I saw my opponent was looking a bit drained, but he was working his way over to me. What the fuck, man? I said. I don't want to have to do this to you. Hesitation is for little pieces of shit, he said through panting breaths. Dude! Another shock, and I hit the ground this time. He stomped on my stomach. I screamed and lashed out right as the pain in my arm turned off. I swiped his leg and he hit the ground. Something cracked, and it was his turn to scream. I jumped over to him and straddled him, raining down punches until his face looked like pulp and he stopped making noise. With a final blast of pain in my arm, I fell on the ground. This time, the pain didn't stop, and I felt myself about to pass out. I heard thunks and footsteps, and my jailer stood above me. Not bad for a fuck nugget, he said. Free me. I gasped through the pain, and then I passed out. I woke up in my cell. There was a steak sitting on a plate next to me with a note. Eat up. Round two is soon. All I could do was scream. Thanks for listening. If you're tuning in on Apple Podcast, please take a second and leave a rating. Also, don't forget to check out my animated horror stories on YouTube. Just search Dr. No Sleep in the search bar to find my channel.